Hi, welcome to my podcast, Talking Travel with Wendy. I travel the globe interviewing really cool people in small hospitality and tourism businesses. Join me each week as I discover and share something or someone new with you. You can find more at www.travelwithwendy.net. And remember, it's always an adventure when you travel with Wendy. After two months of group tours and travel bookings, I am back. And today I'm going to talk about one of my small group tours, the Danube River Cruise. This past April, I had the opportunity to travel with my friend Vicki Turbach, travel by Vicki, and bring 14 travelers with us from Budapest to Vienna. I love traveling in small groups. I first began putting together small groups when we were stationed in Germany from 2014 to 2019 and discovered I loved helping travelers connect and introducing them to cities I love and communities and share the common bond of exploring. We partnered with Riviera River Cruises this time and aboard the MS William Wordsworth. They named their ships after English writers. This elegant fleet of boats that sail along European waters has the same ethos as I do. Cabins that are exquisite and comfortable with exceptional menus, onboard activities, gorgeous top decks to enjoy the spectacular Danube views. We absolutely love the staff. They were professional, courteous, and a lot of fun. A special shout out to Karen and Raul, Bogdan, Schlotty, Irina, Giovanna, Sasha, and Dion. One of the reasons we choose Riviera River Cruises is the size of their ships. Amazing reputation, they're British fleet so you can speak the language, and their affordable price point. European river cruising can be the most expensive way to travel in Europe, and we partner with Riviera because it is an unbelievable tour for the dollar. We will also be sailing again next spring in April along the Douro Valley in Portugal. So if you're interested in Portugal, I'll put the links below in the description. And let me know if you're interested. Early commitment deals end August 15th, 2023. And at the moment, superior drinks packages included. And the cabin availability is still high. So another reason we love Riviera is their unique itineraries. And our Blue Danube River Cruise itinerary was awesome. We began our tour in the Hungarian city of Budapest. That's how you pronounce it. We all met up a day before our cruise and we toured the city together and had the opportunity to enjoy some great eats at the Duno Corso, which is a restaurant that has live music that is amazing. And we made new friends. I'll include some of the music and the songs that we listen to in the upcoming vlog. If you haven't visited Budapest yet, you are missing out. This is my second visit here and I'm dying to return to see a bit more. We were able to hop on board the boat a little bit early on the day of embarkation because the rain was just absolutely horrific in town. So they let us check in and the staff on board was lovely and they offered us to sit in the lounge and have some drinks and appetizers while we were waiting to check in. Our first port city was Estragon. Estragon is one of the oldest towns in Hungary and a royal capital during the medieval times. We enjoyed a guided tour of the famous basilica. It was really incredible. The history here was everywhere and in every corner. We also enjoyed walking through this town and did a bit of discovering on our own. Definitely a city on the rebound. You can see where the communist control and the economy recovery are still making their way back. We were able to find a famous bakery and chocolatier, Zamos, and this is where the confectioner opened his first store in Estragome in 1986 and made the first 
Brandy Marzipan Cherry here. Chocolate and marzipan sculptured line the shop and it was small, seats were hard to find, so we just purchased our trinkets and souvenirs and toured the town. One of the travel tips I have for Hungary, this is one of the countries in the EU that prefers if you use their currency. So the Florent, I would definitely recommend getting about $200 worth at a local ATM with your American debit card at a real bank. Never get any money at an exchange center or a kiosk in the tourist district. These are traps and charge high fees and have bad exchange rates. Our next port was Bratislava. This Slovakian fast-emerging city is becoming so vibrant. We arrived during the marathon running race, and it was incredible to see the overwhelming community and support. If you think you've heard about this town, it probably is because you have. Not new to the Danube River cruise itineraries, but for new to destinations to explore. Bratislava, Slovakia, is set along the Danube River and borders Austria and Hungary. The influences can be felt everywhere, and it's surrounded by vineyards, and the little Carpathian Mountains and is a haven for hikers and cyclists for its beauty and challenging trails. Our tour included the 17th century Bratislava Castle that was super impressive and its expansive views over the river. Our guided tour of the city in this incredible imperial town was really majestic and we enjoyed some lovely pastries and drinks at the Kormuth Konditorei. Famous for their specialty coffees and hot chocolates with liqueurs, I enjoyed a Cafe Vienna. Oh my god, it was so delicious. Check out the blog in the vlog for pictures and video. The drinks are served in historical porcelain, and the design of this pastry shop is nothing short of a palace. You'll love it. If you come with a group, it may be a bit of a wait, and there is a 15 euro minimum to have a seat in the cafe, but totally worth it. Yum. The next stop was Dernstein and Melk. Dernstein, Austria, is known for their icy blue abbey and the views of the Danube it captures. On our visit, we were able to hike to a castle where Richard the Lionhearted was imprisoned and then later killed just outside the castle walls. The storytelling up the hill was pretty incredible and kind of creepy. We woke up early morning to make sure we had plenty of time to return to the boat for the guided tour of the city as well. And we traveled on to Melk. After that, we visited the Benedictine Abbey in Melk, which was originally a castle. And you can totally tell. Additionally, it was converted into the Baroque style during the 18th century and remains a monastic school and monastery still today. The Abbey hosts a 214-yard long gallery, but no pictures here. This ornate library with many rooms is especially enchanting to avid readers. Just like any tour, as much as you possibly want to tour and see it all, this was the case in Salzburg and Linz, so we had to choose. The Salzburg crew hopped aboard a bus, stopping along the way to a little town that I absolutely love, Monzi, Austria. On a clear day, this lake village, you'll have all the sounds of music you need to see. We popped into a cafe to grab a bite and coffee and a potty stop. It was overcast and cloudy, so unlucky for us, no mountain in our view today. But Salzburg does not disappoint, and it never does. This city of Mozart has so much to see. 
I visited multiple times and just adore it. It's divided by the Salzach River by both sides of the town and has plenty of history. We had enough time to visit the Hohen Salzburg Fortress, walk the town, grab a pretzel, of course, and we tried to visit the famous Augustiner Brewery, but unfortunately, due to the COVID impact, the museum and restaurant were closed the day we tried to visit. So we made the best of it and found an amazing French fry bar and grabbed some drinks and appetizers at Ludwig Das Burger Restaurant, very close to our bus stop. Really yummy and all different kinds of French fries. The Lintz crew enjoyed a guided walking tour of the Baroque city that's still really just a beautiful design. The fortress lake castle that perches high above the city is also something to see and designed by Habsburg dynasty Emperor Friedrich III. It now serves as an art museum and many people took a tour here just to see the 19th and 20th century art. Our last stop before turning around on the Danube was Vienna and Vienna will always be a favorite of mine. One of Europe's great capitals we definitely got to see quite a bit but unfortunately the day we visited the rain would not stop. It started to be depressing. Boo! So after what I think was a truncated city tour, they stopped it a bit early and we were all sopping wet, we popped into the Sisi Museum for a tour. Who is Sisi? Well, she is considered a free spirit and the Emperor Franz Joseph fell in love with her for her radiant beauty and her tenacious spirit. Actually, he was betrothed to her sister, but he followed his heart and married her when she was 18. Her story is quite captivating, and it still captivates many Europeans and Americans alike. Today, you can see a little bit of the story on Netflix's The Empress, so you can get an idea of what it might have been. Once we returned to the boat, we enjoyed dinner on board and some classical music arrangement that was quite elegant. I would recommend dressing up for this event. Be sure you don't whisper or talk during the performance, as it is treated very much like the opera. I might have gotten in trouble a little bit. It might have been too much wine, but I got a case of the giggles and it was not appreciated by one of the guests. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> anyway, so our last stop, of course, is back to Budapest. And like I said, I was so glad we had so much time to spend in this grand city. We ended up having a whole nother day here. So Vicky and I enjoyed a day at the spa. The Chechnya Thermal Spa is one of the most popular spas in Budapest and has one of Europe's largest healing baths. The pools range between temperatures of 64 degrees to 100 degrees Fahrenheit and there's saunas and steam baths too. Some of the other people in our group decided to do beer spas and they had a good time with that too. These are actually really great for your skin. I've taken a few of them and if you don't take a shower, I know it sounds gross for like five hours, it seeps into the skin and you've really soft skin for a long time. <laughs> If you don't choose the spa, there are plenty of other places to see and visit around Budapest. There's also the Parliament Building and many, many more. So who might be a good European river cruiser? These are some of my thoughts after taking a few of these. A river cruising sailor might be a first-time visitor to Europe who wants to be introduced to cities and cultures they might not ordinarily see on a land tour. River cruising allows a sailor an opportunity to be introduced to these cities and say, okay, I'm definitely coming back to stay longer at this place or this place. And a river cruise also takes the guesswork out of transportation, dining. It is a slower pace on board, and there's plenty of time to socialize and relax. 
River cruisers are also foodies. Riviera especially has astounding dining options and they create regional and local cuisine on board as well as local wine that really complements culturally while you're on board. More about that soon. River cruisers also tend to be a bit older traveler who's interested in history, culture, and letting the tour guide them. The riverboat also doesn't wake you up at the crack of dawn to make you go on a tour. So tours are included. It is up to you whether or not you want to take them. They also have bicycles available. Riviera is one of the cruise lines that offers them on the rivers. I absolutely love this. All you have to do is visit the concierge desk and say, may I borrow a bike and tour the city today instead of going on the scheduled tour they have plenty available for you to uh, take out for the day as well as recommended routes another thing that i love about riviera river cruises is their fine dining oh my goodness you will be amazed at the options of your meals and there's a little restaurant also on board at the stern of the boat as well reservations are required and i recommend people doing this on the day you arrive because they book up quickly we were able to arrange a private dinner meal for our group for one of the first nights on the ship. It was excellent. We were able to connect as a group and learn more about each other. Okay, so what's included in a river cruise? Because it is definitely different from ocean cruising. And what is included in a package? When you book with a travel agent, we typically quote you a price that includes your port fees, taxes, etc. And in some cases, drink packages. Superior drink packages are typically separate on a river cruise. However, for our upcoming Portugal cruise, we have included the superior drink package as well. All the tours and excursions off the boat are included too. These aren't extras. A lot of times those are extras for ocean cruising. If there's a special tour that is not a part of the package, for instance, the Spanish horses while we were in Salzburg was not a part of it, they'll let you know way ahead of time the price, the time, and what the ticket actually includes. I think it was just 14 euros extra. Riviera also partners with locals to be tour guides for the cities and museums that they visit. And I have to say, some of these have been the best I've ever met. Knowledgeable, interesting, and fun with their storytelling and history. What about on board? We had so much fun. They have music playing in the lounge every afternoon. So during cocktail hour, it's just really nice to go up there. And the pianist will sometimes be playing uh, 80s music. And then we also had a wonderful trivia bingo night where it started to become a heated debate between the Brits and the Americans. A lot of fun, a lot of laughter, and it was a little bit competitive, but <laughs> but lots of memories. We also went through the locks together. There were several locks going through the Danube. This was something that the ship staff brought us all together, made announcements. They just do a really good job with activities on board. So traveling in small groups, like I shared before, this is one of my favorite ways to travel. And although we were part of a bigger cruise our group connected and enjoyed getting to know each other and the others on the ship when vicky and i travel with a group we are able to help fine-tune details make special requests during and after your experience if you're interested in joining us or you are a solo traveler looking for companions you're welcome i'll also be traveling to scotland again with cie tours in may of 2024 a really amazing itinerary that includes castle stays as well Thanks so much for joining me today. Remember, it's always an adventure when you travel with Wendy. Ciao!